Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Improvising Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. I'm Tim. And we are in another week of the Proto Offseason. What is this, week four? We're, this we're four a month four? in. Is this four? This is four, isn't it? Yeah. Damn. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> one, one month of no basketball. Just Time about. doesn't exist anymore. One right? mo- yeah. During the corona. <laughs> Oh, man. So I guess we need to talk about how we're getting closer and closer to the inevitability that we're going another year without the Mavericks making the playoffs. Which is bullshit. But I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, of course it'd be this year when, like, we're starting to get our groove and, you know, making a playoff push and stuff like that. And then, like, other teams, like, you know, the Bucks probably had a really good chance of making the – uh the Bucks had a good chance all, of winning the finals. Exactly, making it all work, and Lakers, you know, seemed interesting out there too. And dude, imagine being a long-suffering Clippers fan. Like they thought mm-hmm. this was their year to I win know, their first dude. one in forever. Like the most cursed franchise. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and think about the implications that this has for the off-season, um, and, and for teams long-term in general. Like, luckily for the Mavericks, their team is pretty set in stone at the moment. Yeah, we don't have any too many moving parts. Yeah, they, they don't have any big moving parts happening. Yeah. But think about it. it. As much as it may be a media narrative, you have uh, Giannis and the Bucks, where he's going to be on the last year with, or the last year of his contract, and there's murmurs of issues between him and the front office with him wanting to win, and that's his big thing, right? Yeah. So well, it felt like. It felt like they at least, at minimum, had to make a finals, and this was their year to do. Like even if they didn't yeah. win, making a finals was going to be a signal to him that they could stay there, or yeah. he could stay there. So and, and so now, now what happens there? What happens for the Bucks in the off season? Because they do have quite a couple. You know, they have a couple of expiring contracts. They have to make big decisions going into Giannis's final year of his contract. You have the Lakers and Anthony Davis. Um, I know most people just assume that Anthony Davis is just a shoe in to stay in LA. Um, but is he, you know, after all this, like Lakers like, fans told me that Kawhi was a shoe in. So, you know, yeah. So like, you know, if, if Anthony Davis stays in, stays a Laker, like that wouldn't necessarily surprise me in any way whatsoever. But at the same time, like with everything that's just happened, there's no way to tell. Um, you've got Brooklyn doing Brooklyn things. Um, 
Yeah. You know, the Knicks are the Knicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's not going to change, I don't think. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. How about the one confirmed owner we know so far that tested positive just happens to be James Dolan? No, my that's God. so wild to me, dude. I can't, I, I can't believe that. You know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, like just dudes were not taking this shit seriously early enough, and mm-hmm. yeah, because they were the one team that like voted yeah, was, to keep playing games, right? No, no, two teams, them and the Rockets, them and the yeah, those okay. two teams, you know, and. The Rockets thing is all different because I think uh, isn't Tillman like just losing money right now? Just yeah, t- Tillman Fertitta, the owner, is a pile of garbage, just like James Dolan is. Yeah, except apparently James Dolan has actually been like helping out like N- NYC a little bit. Yeah, you know he's actually been like you know hey here's like Master Square mm-hmm. Gardens open for you guys like we're donating money you know stuff like that. yeah. But Tillman Fertitta, nice like, Tillman, dude. Yeah. Well, Tillman Fertitta is a. Like he got his money from restaurants, and you can That's tell he runs the <laughs> he runs his NBA team like he runs a restaurant. Yeah, where it's like I'm paying people as little as fucking possible and profiting as much as I as possibly as I can, can you know? <laughs> and everybody is replaceable. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, Tim knows. Like, that's how every restaurant is run, basically. Yeah. And- even their roster is like, huh, let's try a Mexican-Korean fusion place. <laughs> Something crazy. Oh, my God. I've been yeah. a that before. So that. <laughs> yeah, um, but, man, like, just, like, there's so many implications of this happening. Like, again, like, like draft stuff, you know, mm-hmm. where there'd be, like, finances even, like, the cap is going to suck next year, you know? like The cap might actually go down. Like Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, it might, you know... I think there were talks about that happening. I think I saw Woj tweet about it at one point. Speaking of though, like it hasn't been officially announced yet though. Like obviously like Wendy, like Winhurst, he's a mm-hmm. you know, pretty good name in the NBA like circles, but if it's not Woj or Shams, like mostly Woj. If Woj isn't saying it, I don't, you know I have a little sliver of hope. I'm like the hope is at like ten percent right now. Yeah, so, I get it. I get it. Uh, and I'm just pissed because I mean like the other point, the other part of it is, uh, so uh, our my buddy Spurs Reddit, he's been talking shit for the past like week. He's like, oh, like they're gonna cancel the season, which means that the you know the 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 record for like you know the the Spurs record for most times going into the playoffs is gonna stay alive and shit like that. And I was like, I hate you, dude. <laughs> like that's really like the second reason why I want the season to come back eventually. It's like, oh cool, one more year because they're only gonna get worse. Not I know they are exactly. Like, but yeah. I just wanted I wanted to see the meltdown this year. So. Yeah, it, it's fine. Like I don't know. What's crazy is is that means that um, the Warriors uh, playoff They're streak still. is is going to yeah. continue. Yeah, that's that's weird. Would they be the number one pick right now? They might be benefiting from this more than anybody. Well, they have best odds for number one. Yeah, yeah, best odds. Yeah. yeah, they'll have the best odds for number one, which guarantees them top three, right? And yeah, then top four now. They, yeah, and then Steph just started coming back. Clay's going to be back. I mean, the Wiggins thing's really interesting to me. I don't – they might be the greatest beneficiaries from all this because it's going to yeah. be like – they got yeah. to – they basically got to sim the one season that they really wanted to. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. I'm actually yeah. like – Cautiously optimistic to see what Andrew Wiggins does in 
uh, in that system. Yeah. Like, kind of being allowed to be a volume shooter while also being forced to be nothing but a volume shooter, where in Minnesota he was being asked to be so many things that he wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to yeah. be interesting. It's going to be interesting just to see him in a system because there was never a plan in place in Minnesota. It That's was just true. like unorganized there's, chaos. The there's still no plan in place in Minnesota. Yeah. And Cat now, and pray. Yeah, I, I don't get it. <laughs> no, Cat, Dilo, pray. That's it. Like, just like. Maybe they can pry uh, Devin Booker, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. That would be a team that would score 100 a points. Lot. No, they would a score lot. 100 points, and you'd be wondering why they only scored 100 points. Yeah. Like, what the hell just happened? Uh, and it's because they all fight for the ball. Yeah. So, guys, what have we been watching this week? Um, Any recommendations for anybody out there? Or, you know? Jim, you want to start off? What have you been watching? Uh, yeah, Netflix just uploaded a bunch of new stuff this week. So, obviously, the big thing last week was Tiger King, which we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. I have a half hour left right now. I just paused when I came on the podcast and can't hardly wait in a 90s classic that is now back on Netflix. Um, but my two big recommendations... Wait, wait, wait. What, what 90s classic was back on Netflix? You didn't even see where it was. Can't yes. hardly wait. Oh, can't hardly wait. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Um, Yeah, that's just what I'm watching at the moment. But I guess my two main recommendations that just came on Netflix this week. uh, One, Operation Odessa. It's a documentary. It's actually a Showtime documentary that came out in 2018. But it's basically basically a few guys that worked for Pablo Escobar um, and their plan to buy kind of when the Soviet Union fell apart. The Soviet Union was basically a lawless state that was selling everything for cheap. So they eventually had a big scheme to buy a submarine to uh, run drugs from Colombia to Miami. So it revolves around that and just a few crazy personalities and how that whole plan came together and the eventual bus. Um, Just a really interesting documentary because... I'm a sucker for any of that, like, 80s, 90s, Miami cocaine era stuff. Like, just super fascinating to me. And then another movie that just dropped on Netflix, if you guys haven't seen it, Molly's Game, which is the story of, if you remember, the skier slash Colorado wide receiver Jeremy Bloom. It's about his little sister and how she set up uh, basically the biggest poker ring in the country from L.A. to New York and how that all went down, so... Yeah, supposed to be my big two. That's awesome. Um, So, Ruben, do you want to say kind of what you've been watching? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. What have I been watching? Uh, So, PBS uh, put up all of uh, Ken Burns' baseball. Okay. um, You know, on their on their app or whatever. So, I've been watching that. Uh, I used to watch it like every around Christmas time because MLB Network would show it. You know, just like the entire thing for like a week, Mm -hmm. and. you know, so I would just, like, jump in and whatever, and, like, so I just finished the episode about Babe Ruth from, like, the 20s, and, like, how, like, baseball was then, and this one, I'm on, I think, uh, I think I'm on, uh, I think I'm on inning four, and I think inning four is about, like, the, the you know, the Negro Leagues and stuff like that, so it's been pretty cool watching it again, like, it's been a while, it's been a couple of years since I watched it, okay. and every time I watch it, I find, like, new things, you go, like, like, oh, shit, like, that's awesome, or, like, I, like, hear names of, like, just, like, guys who, like, pitch, like, who won like 300 games and like 
like died from typhus or some shit like that. And I'm always like, oh, Jeez. let me look up this dude real quick and see. And it turns out like he like died when he was like 35, 36. And I'm just like, that's fucking wild, dude. He won like 300 games by the time he's like 36. I'm just like chilling, you know. Uh, and yeah. Amy's been watching it with me too, so you know she's watching it with me just because like it's it's funny because she's like. I remember like baseball like that, but it's pretty cool. And I'm like, it is cool. Like it's you know, it's history. Like they go through the good stuff, the bad stuff, you know. Um, so I've been watching a lot of that. Um, besides that, I've been watching catching up on a like Brooklyn Nine Nine a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, uh, luckily we have a lot of friends who like we share um, logins for everything. Logins for everything. So like I like I have like access like Hulu and Amazon and all that stuff and. HBO. Um, I recently just finished Watchmen, okay. which holy fuck, that was amazing. So all right, we'll talk um, about that next week then. Yeah, you need to watch that edit because it's fucking amazing. So um, besides that, I mean, besides re- besides watching stuff, I've been reading a lot of books. So <laughs> I've been reading the Expanse series. Uh, I think uh, Kirk is the one who like kind of recommended it to me. So okay. we're reading through throughout through that, and then once I get kind of further into the series i'll probably start the show like as well to kind of see like what like what my what my brain you know interpreted as versus like the way it's like a sci-fi series right yeah it is yeah it's pretty cool you want to give like a a basic plot premise uh plot premise is that there's three factions there's mars earth and the outer belt okay so the outer planets um and they're basically three different three different governments and it's like a, it's like their version of like the Cold War. Okay. Like they all don't like each other, but they don't know like literally anything could happen, and then the war will just start. Okay. And so the first book is like kind of like setting that up, and then the end of the book is like when like the big event happens that leads up to the rest of the series. Okay. It's fucking wild, dude. It's great, but they're really fucking long books. So okay. if you you, I mean, obviously we shouldn't be allowed in libraries. So. You know, definitely try to get it on like a um, Libby app or yeah, you're, uh, try to buy it through Amazon or something like that. Because man, it is those are some thick ass books. Yeah, so, so. I'll, I'll kind of get into what I'm watching, but I'm gonna piggyback off of a couple things that you said real quick. Um, for people that don't know, um, your library, as long as you have a library card, is gonna be linked with um, a couple of different options for you to download library books digitally um, onto your phone, tablet, or computer. Um, And currently, the library systems have waived what normally would be a whatever, however many books your library system has, or copies of a book your library system has is how many they were allowed to lease out or rent out digitally. Um, That limit has been completely erased. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, this book's not available for another three weeks. All the books that your library has are available online now. Um, and then I know Ruben, you mentioned HBO. Uh, HBO is letting people in the U.S. Uh, watch certain shows for free without a subscription. That includes The Sopranos, The Wire, Veep, um, some movies, and, and some other HBO originals too. So um, I know a lot of our friends have been furloughed and, and things like that. So if you're looking for things to do that are free, those are two really, really, really good options for you. Um, For me, what I've been watching and reading, um, I started rereading a uh, sci-fi book. Uh, What is it called? 
I've got to actually look it up because I don't remember. Oh, it's called uh, Pilot X. And it's about this, like, pilot and a ship that's a time traveler, and he's the last of his race, and he's oh, like... time traveler. Awesome. Yeah, and he's, yeah. like, explaining... <laughs> and he's, like, reliving the things that occurred that caused the end of the universe. The first sentence in the book is, the universe is destroyed. So it's not a spoiler. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm rereading that because just recently um, the second book in the series came out called Trigger. Um, and I'm getting ready to read that, but I wanted to reread Pilot X before I bought and read Trigger. Um, nice. And I'm using Audible for that just because I can listen to the audiobook while I'm at work. Um, for TV shows and movies that I've been watching, um, I restarted... Uh, scrubs and i'm in the first season and there are a lot of things about the show that i don't remember i do not remember how sexual that show was Bro, or... yes. oh yeah. yeah yeah dude which is actually true i have a friend who's a doctor who's like yeah shit gets like that bro oh no like i i know shit gets like that um but like i just forgot how sexual the show itself was um i guess i just like blocked out all of that stuff um, but I was like, damn, especially like in the first episode, it's like people are taking their clothes off and shit. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? This is like a TV 14 show. Um, but that's been fun. Uh, what else have I been watching? I think TV show wise, that's about it. Um, or I rewatched the matrix. Um, and that was, it holds up. It holds up pretty well. Um, other than that, there's nothing like super big that I've been rewatching or watching for the first time. Uh, I think that's it for me. Cool. Let's see. I will say it's been kind of like I've been trying hard. Like, so I told uh, I told oh. Ruben last night that I re or that I just started Community. I've been trying to keep at least one show in the rotation that's like kind of like Scrubs or Community that's like light, funny, whatever. Just. Yeah. Yeah not overthink it because if like everything you watch is serious i texted a friend the other day i watched like i am legends and contagion and all this stuff like back yeah. to back to back <laughs> pretty much about the world ending and like they're all good movies but like that can get depressing real quick when you like are in this new reality we're in so yeah you know, even if it's even if it's the office which i love that i'm kind of mad at right now like keep something that you can kind of turn your brain off and laugh at Wait, why are you mad at the office? I don't know if you've been keeping up this week with the ringer. Had this big uh, oh god, I saw about this. Yeah, had this big bracket of the best TV characters of all time. Mm -hmm. Mine, my vote through the whole way, and I think he made it to the final eight was Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. He lost to Arya Stark in the round of eights, but the eventual winner, uh, Michael Scott, won over Walter White last night. What? to be the best TV character of all time. And I'm just I mean, like, he's the third, maybe fourth best character on the show. Yeah, Come well, on. Keep, keep in mind that this is a very, very specific part of Twitter. Like, Twitter's a very specific part of the internet in and of itself. So I'll say this. And, and the yeah. Ringer's following is mostly basketball Twitter. Yeah, well, they spread the voting. Interestingly enough, they spread the voting across three platforms. And on Twitter and on their website, the voting was 
Instagram, I want to say it was almost 70 30 to Michael. So it was the Instagram crowd wow. that just completely yeah. took it for Michael, which kind of makes sense if you think about those three apps. Yeah. Yeah. But there are a lot of people mad. And this is a show I want to start since I have nothing but time now. But there were people mad that Tony Soprano didn't win it. Okay. I can see that, dude. Sopranos is fucking awesome. I, I think yeah. so. <laughs> my only issue, uh, and we can get into somewhat hot takes, it's not really that hot, just kind of simmering, is that while The Office is a good show, it has become the most overrated show that I've ever heard of in the last couple of years. It's gotten close towards Friends for me. Like, you know, like Friends still like takes that for me, but I mean, like... I do not need to hear from Twitter five times a day that you're rewatching The Office for the seventy fifth time, and like I okay, don't so, care. Like, yeah. So like, my issue with the, with The Office is that yes, it kind of started this trend of like you know Parks and Rec, Brooklyn, and you know all these different shows are kind of like about cerebral comedies. You know, yeah, you know, which is you know good. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even Community yeah. to an extent. Yeah, you know, and just, but for me, like, just because you're the first doesn't mean that you're the best. You know, mm-hmm. like. No one is saying that uh, George Meekin, you know, for, yeah. you know, the Lakers is the greatest center of all time. You know, like, you know, just because he was the first, like, good one or great one, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I think about it. Like, e- even Wilt, a, like, nobody says that Wilt's the best player of all time, even though he was... uh, But, you know, like, for me, it's just like, it's like, I get it. I get what people like it a lot and I get what people like latch onto it. I think it's pretty funny, but I don't make my personality about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I see that a lot on Twitter. And I think it's more just like people wanting to make connections like that and to seem I don't know. Like, like they're, they're part of a group. Yeah, you know, which is fine, but just like it just yeah. becomes to the point where it's just like if all your tweets are about even like on my account where like I'm a Mavs account but I talk about other shit, you know, like uh-huh. You know, it's like, I don't want to make that my personality because it's not my personality, so... Yeah, that's a yeah. meme now. The office is not a personality trait. Yeah, yeah so... Same thing happened with Harry Potter. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still happens with Harry Potter. Third yeah. one's the best one, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> okay, let, let's say... Is there a show that is office-adjacent that you think is better than The Office? Mm. I can think of one. I, I think Brooklyn Nine Nine would be up there. I could, I could see the argument for Parks and Rec, but yeah, I, Parks and Rec too. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Good Place. The Good Place is a good one. That's a good option. I think yeah. that's a good one. The Good Place is better than The Office in its entirety. The Office may have had a better peak, but its valleys were really, really, really low. Like the first season of The Office is terrible. It's fucking terrible. You're right. The last season <laughs> of The Office is a train wreck. I didn't see it. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, um, the the office is like the li- the office is like the Lil Wayne of TV shows. Yeah. That's good. That's that, a really good. Uh, okay. Really good. <laughs> Un- so, maybe an unmatchable peak, but who the hell wants to listen to Carter Six? Like, <laughs> is this Six Carter? Exactly. I, I don't even know. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. I was like. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So yeah, like if you if you like The Office, find other shows that are similar to The Office to talk about. Um, I've heard There's Schitt's Creek is really good. I heard that too. I heard Schitt's Creek's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really is. I've watched everything but this uh, 
season that's airing right now. It's actually ending, I think, this week or next week is going to be the series finale. Okay. Oh, and sure. to okay. his credit, uh, Eugene Levy, because it's Eugene Levy and his son Dan Levy are kind of the two behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. He just he basically said, I want this to be the last season because I don't want the quality to dip. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of out of smart. stuff here. That's good. The same thing happened with uh, with The Good Place. Like, they had a, a story arc, and they were like, this is yeah. it. This is what and that doing. ending was fucking perfect. Anyway. <laughs> um, I haven't watched it yet, so no spoilers. Yeah, uh, I keep watching it. We can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's see. Um... Oh, my dad really likes, uh, what is it, Superstore? Super... That Superstore show? Yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. I, I saw a few of... episodes of that on a flight once. I, mean, I thought it was pretty funny. I've just never gone back to it. I've never watched it, but my dad loves it. Like, I mean, I I've, I've seen a few episodes. It's all right. I just like yeah. didn't, catch up. I didn't keep up with it. But... I think it's more on par with, from what I can tell, from what my dad told me, it's more comedy-wise similar to, like, a Big Bang Theory than it is, like, an office. Okay, cool. So. Does that have a laugh track? I don't remember if it did. I, uh, Big Bang Theory does. I don't know if yeah. Superstore does. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, what else is there to talk about? I guess we'll answer questions. Um. What about our, uh, ad read? Ad read? Yeah, we will, uh, do an ad read really quickly, and then we will come back with questions. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of CNET's Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass door and glass break sensors guard the inside, you barely notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is that you can set up the system by yourself. Anyone can do it. It only takes about 30 minutes, uh, maybe an hour tops. And there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Just go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash T-E-A-M. All right, so uh, we're back and let's go ahead and get into questions. Well, we got some good ones this time, man. We got some interesting questions. <laughs> People uh, have time to think. Yeah, well, you know, just uh, let me see if I can fucking pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Oh, while you pull it up, another thing that I forgot to mention: um, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Fucking play it if you have it already, and you want to go come to my island or have me come to your island. Just DM <laughs> me on Twitter, and we will exchange friend codes. I am obsessed with this game. It is so good. What what, is, uh, what, what fruits do you have? Uh, I have oranges, coconuts. Uh, oh, all right. I have bamboo. I have. Uh, <laughs> I think. I, I think I have one other fruit. Maybe apples. Interesting. Yeah. I've gone to good. quite a few new islands, so. Pretty rotation of yeah. fruits. Okay. All right. So first question comes from Gustavo, Gus Supreme. He asks. I love this fuck. This is a fucking Twitter ass question, dude. Okay. One billion lions versus the sun. Who wins? 
S U N. That's what. Wait. No, one billion sun, one billion lions, versus the sun. Who like, wins? Not even. That's not even close. Which sun. which sun? The sun. S U N. The the thing in the the star. Yes, the star. Okay. Yeah, the sun. Yeah, yeah the sun wins that like hands down. Like I've seen. I've seen arguments for the lions. Like, if you like, have them all like link up, like up to one, you know, they'd be able to fight it. But it doesn't make any sense. So, well, seeing as there's more what than is, a what billion is fighting humans. the sun, yeah, don't worry about it. I don't know, just you know, just what it is, you know. Like, <laughs> all right, let's see. So y'all think of the suns? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Brenton Oxenberry asks, like the Phoenix Suns? No, like no. Oh, then it'd definitely be the lions. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, actually, okay. D- Detroit Lions versus Phoenix Suns. Detroit Lions, dude. They have way more good dudes on their team. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, uh, Brenton Oxenberry, Oxy43, asks, in the AFL, we have a father-son rule. There are a lot of conditions around it, but basically, if the father played for majority of his games for a team, the son can be drafted by that team with their first-round pick. It has to be agreed about. It has to be agreed upon by both parties and announced pre-draft. Would you like to see a similar rule adopted in the, by the NBA? Was this the Arizona Fall League? No, this is um AFL Australian Rules Football. Oh, okay. So like they're yeah. Oh. Um. So that's what they. That's, I guess what they do in Australia. Um. Which is kind of interesting. I did. So, I've never heard of this. So the father and son have to agree to it. And... So so the father son. I think the teams have to agree to it. Okay. You know, like let's say, let's say, like, uh, let's say, like, uh, Does Bronny, the, yeah. So let's say, let's say, Bronny was, um, was gonna like a, a projected like second overall pick, or whatever, right? first overall pick. Okay. And that pick was with like the Magic or someone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then um, let's say LeBron's still playing with the uh, with the Lakers. Okay. The Lakers could have a chance to draft Bronny, but they would have to agree with it with the, with the, with the Magic. To let that happen. I mean, technically, that already exists. All they have to do is trade picks. Yeah, but there, I think there's other conditions around this, but I don't know what the conditions are. But you know, yeah. So I the mean, father still has to be on the active roster for the team. I guess so, dude. You know, I think that this is only going to happen once in NBA history. So I really don't care. Like LeBron is going to go to whatever team Bronny gets drafted to. Ah, just the bullshit though. Like, say if it, because like I could see it being common over there with like. Yeah, I don't know how long. Of a, I think that's more of a, like a I don't want to say generational sport, but the pool of athletes they're selecting from over there is probably smaller, and you mm-hmm. probably have a way better chance if you're the son of an Aussie rule footballs player. So, jeez, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just maybe because I haven't actually read the entire rules behind this, it just doesn't. Yeah necessarily makes sense to me if you're trading picks anyway like i i I just don't understand it so i i can't be like oh this sounds like a great idea because one it's never happened and two the only time that i ever see it happening is with lebron and Bronny. three i just don't see how it's any different than trading picks and trading up in the drafts yeah so I mean, like, like, so so to humor this, basically, like, I would see, yeah. um, I mean, again, like, I think you're right, like, this probably won't happen one time, like, unfortunately, Max Nowitzki is not going to be able to play with dad, 
<laughs> you know? I also don't think he's um, going to be a basketball player. You know, but you know, it's um, for me, like, it'd be interesting if that if this was like maybe a clause that they could put in because I can totally see like the CBA being like, no, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, but I can also see like the league being like, well, you know, that'd be cool to have in terms of like, you know, because I think a lot when I think about it, like a lot of players like you know, could potentially be young dads, you know? If guys have a longevity, guys can play as long as LeBron has, you know? It is possible. Like, I mean, like, Ken Griffey Sr. played with Ken Griffey Jr., you know? Yeah. In baseball. It could be a different sport, you know? It could be different, like, athletic builds and stuff like that. But still, you know, like, it's happened before in other sports. You've got to so, think what LeBron has to make it as long as Dirk did. Anyway. Anyway. Right, right. But how many other players in the NBA have played 20-plus years? True. Dirk and Kobe, that's like it, right? Yeah, Dirk, it's uh, like um, Dirk, Kobe, with one Tim Duncan. Guys. Yeah. Dirk, Kobe, Duncan, LeBron. All right, so, in, in, in recent history, those are the only four. So just a real a little curveball here quick. So in this scenario, say like five years ago or whenever it was, say like Tim Hardaway Jr. was like a Luka Doncic or like number one overall level prospect. Mm-hmm. Could we just sign Tim Hardaway to like a one-year deal? Like a, I mean, that's, that's definitely been like discussed before, like in the past of like having like older players come on, you know? This, this, no, but I think Tim's talking league. about it for like gaming the system. Yeah. Like imagine, imagine if Tim Hardaway were retired for three years. And then we signed Tim Hardaway Sr. to a one-year deal so we can move up to draft Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, there's really nothing against the, you know. It's almost the equivalent of kind of what they do in the NCAA of, yeah, if you commit here, we'll definitely give your mom a job in the athletic department. Like, Yeah. Just, just a little game in the system going on. Okay, I mean, so let's see. I, I would love to see the 50-year-old version of UTEP two-step for a year. Sign me up. <laughs> So let's see. Go so minors. let's see. So let's see. So technically, like if Vince Carter had a kid, he'd he'd be in the league right now. Robert Parrish, when he was active, Kevin Willis, Kevin Garnett, Dirk Nowitzki all played twenty one years. Uh, they, this is also assuming that all of these guys had kids at eighteen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like Kareem, you have to do a lot to like have this be a thing. Kareem, Kobe, Moses, James Edward, John Stockton, Kevin Malone. Or Carmelo, <laughs> Charles Oakley, Shaq, Jawan Howard, Jason Kidd, Tim Duncan, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry, Jamal Crawford, Tyson Chandler. That's okay. the list of everybody who's played at least 19 games. 19, yeah. 19 were, Barry, were Barry Bonds Sr. and Barry Bonds ever teammates? I don't know. Just... Or were they even in the league at the same time? I don't know. We're getting like... Yeah. Bonds. So, so that, that's the big thing. It's like, you know, you're talking about a sport that at its maximum, really has a 22-year career. The 22-season career, like, at, at its peak. Um, e- even for the peak athletes. And and then you're talking about, like, these guys that have to have kids at 17, 18 to have it even be a thing. So I, I, no, just, yeah. I just don't see it being a thing. No, Bobby, Bobby Bonds retired in 1981, it looks like. And Barry Ness retired in 1986. Okay. So I, I, I think we, yeah, I think we really ran that question out quite a bit. That's a good question. Yeah. Good question. 
Good question, Brendan. Let's see. Okay. Um, okay. Favorite dust in the wind map? So definitely is pretty fluid, you know, like guys only played her for a few years um, or whatever. Um, he says Tyson Chandler should not be included, and this is from a, a machine gun futon. Okay, okay. I have my uh, answer. So my pick is definitely Deshaun. Deshaun Stevenson? Yeah, okay. that's my dude. Okay. Ryan Wilco. Okay. All right. Deshaun would, would probably be my answer since I met him, but... Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just so you... Well, it was, yeah, so weird in Lincoln, Nebraska, when I was bartending at a Red Robin. Like, at a Red Robin? Just, yeah, the most random encounter. And I'm like, is that him? And then I see the Abraham Lincoln $5 bill tattoo on his neck, and I'm like, there's only one of those in the world, right? So, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be him. Did you um, say hi? Oh, yeah, we took a picture together. Dude, I'll that's throw awesome. it up on Twitter later. Yeah. Yes, please. Th- throw it up on Twitter, like, uh, after we uh, re- or after we upload the podcast tomorrow. Yeah, no doubt. Um, shoot, other than Deshaun, does Chris Kamen count? I always thought that guy was yes. kind of funny. Yeah. Okay, let's I guess see. Mon- Monte was here for too long, right? I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah. And he's already like, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you know what's funny is that the one thing that nobody will ever say is for Jean Rondo. No, absolutely not. You're <laughs> <laughs> too, like, too short anyway. That's not dust in the wind. That's pissing into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and then pissing on yourself. Yeah. Like the wind blows back at you and you're like, God damn it. Yep. Okay, let's see. Next question comes from Jonas. This is a good question. And I don't think you guys have an answer, but I do. <laughs> um... Favorite basketball team outside the USA? So mine is actually uh, my dad's hometown team, um, the Santos, the San Luis. Um, not very good. Uh, they were an actor for a few years uh, in the early 2010s. Um, came back recently. Like their middle, before their season was cut short, they were like middle of the pack team, you know. Mm-hmm. Not so good, not too bad. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. I just like I like to root for teams that like have like a like a especially if but I like to root for teams that like have like a familial type thing, you know. So it's like yeah, you know, like they're from where my dad's from. So I was like, of course, I'm root for them. Like if from mom's friend, if if where my mom's from had a team, I'd probably root for them too. But you know, like I've seen a few games. You know, I've seen I've seen a few games. I actually want to go live okay. to go see a game, especially after watching um that documentary about a uh, pickup games in Mexico. Yeah. So, you know, I think it'd be kind of cool to see, but one day I'll get there. One day. So this is outside the U.S., right? Yeah. Uh, Toronto Raptors. No, outside the NBA. Ah. Okay. Man, I tried. Outside the NBA and outside the U.S.? Yeah. Uh, I don't know any. Like, to be completely honest, like, I I don't... I have not gotten into international basketball enough to, like, have a favorite team. Like Steve Nash's peewee team, whatever that was. Whatever that was. <laughs> Steve Nash's say, upward basketball team. Yeah. I'll say the German national team because it seems like the gift it keeps on giving to the Mavericks. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one. I think that counts. That should count. Okay. Um, let's see. So thank you, Jonas. Let's see. Um, 
Stokely1213 asks, favorite German basketball team? And he gives you he gives us a, an option to pick. Uh, we can say Oldenburg, apparently, is a, is a good answer. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, it has to be Bayern, Bayern Munich because they at me on Twitter sometimes. So, okay. like the team does, which is kind of cool. So Can we just I'll say the, the German national team? You can say that. I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, I guess the only other one I'd know besides Bayern is Borussia Dortmund. They have a bas- They probably have a basketball team. Yeah. All those clubs have basketball Let's teams, see. right? Let me see. I guess mine would be Bayern, too. The reason I love Bayern is because one of their players has the most German name I've ever heard. Bastian Schweinsteiger. <laughs> That's good. Let's see, do they? Oh, they do, it looks like. That's funny. <laughs> let's see, let's see what other questions we have. Uh, let's see, okay. Uh, we'll just one together, because this, this would take forever. Um, okay. Dylan, uh, VixelR on Twitter asks, if the season ends now, who are your all-NBA teams? Oh, God. Let's just do first-team all-NBA? Or yeah, we can do all three? Uh, let's do first one. All right. Guard spots, I'm picking Luca and James Harden. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, forwards, I'm going with Giannis and Giannis. LeBron. Okay, who do you have for the last? Um, center, it depends. Uh, are we counting Anthony Davis as a center? Um, actually, let me check something real quick, because I think they changed. I don't know if it has to be true center anymore. I think it's just like three forwards and two guards. Three bigs and two guards or something like yeah. that. Because yeah. if, if, Anthony, mean, if Anthony Davis is considered a center, I would pick Anthony Davis. If I think he's, if he's, it looks like, yeah. If he's not, then I would probably go Joel Embiid first team. So it's interesting. So I'm looking at like the, the Wikipedia for this, and it says uh-huh. it looks like most of the guys who are like chosen as that third third forward slash probably center is our centers. Okay. So yeah, I think AD is probably a good a good pick for that. Yeah, AD was considered a center in 2018. Yeah, but he spent all this year saying that he's not a center. I mean, he's yeah. been playing center? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I get yeah. it. But no, that that's just my thing. It's like, I don't know if he'll be voted in as a center. Uh, if he is, then Anthony Davis is far and away the number one center in the NBA. Yeah, if he isn't, the, if they don't consider him that, I'd pick, probably pick Joel. Yeah. Jim, do you have any, any arguments with this first team All-NBA? I'd probably put Joker at center. Okay. Above okay. Anthony Davis? And he's more more of a traditional center. Like he, yeah. he actually plays center. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that'd I, be the I guess with the qualifier, I don't know. I'd probably switch out Dame for Harden, too. Not for basketball reasons, just because screw James Harden. <laughs> always. Okay. Um, yeah. Luka probably deserves to be up there, but would he have missed? I, he might, might have missed too much time for first team. I think Luka's probably second. I don't, no. I, Giannis... Giannis and LeBron what, are locks. The here's the thing: you can kind of argue. What guard in the NBA is better than Luka Doncic right now? Point blank. I mean, Dame's a better clutch shooter. I didn't say who who's better in one specific situation. Who is better than Luka in the guard position? That's true. Yeah. I mean, Luca is likely going to be 
third place in MVP voting this year behind, uh, obviously, Giannis and LeBron. He, right, he's actually, aver averaging historic numbers for any player ever. There, there's nobody that I would put first team above Luca. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I just looked up the, I just looked up the MVP odds, and Giannis is an overwhelming favorite. LeBron's two to one, and third is Luca. Okay, well, me then. That was as of March 10th, which is what a few days before the season ended. Yeah. Okay, that works for me. Cool. I'm glad that like my argument actually works for once. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, okay, so Trey Raldon asked a bunch of questions, so I'm gonna pick two. Okay. I think he was drinking last night. I think that's why he asked so many questions. <laughs> but uh, okay. So first, we're gonna take from is how much longer until we make contact with. Uh, dude, it's gotta be coming pretty soon if this doesn't kill us all. <laughs> Statistically, like you would think at this point, you know. Or the other option is that they just don't give a shit about it because we're slow. We're so lowly advanced, you know, compared to them. Uh, or we could talk about the fact that the heat death of the universe will happen before we'll ever meet um, an alien species. I mean, a, senti I don't know a sentient alien. Yes, yeah, because I mean, like, if you're thinking about it, like. If you're thinking alien species, like Mars, Mars had, yeah, you know, had uh, bacteria on it at one yeah. point, stuff like that. sentient alien species. I don't um, think that I think you know humans are pretty, uh, we're pretty self-centered, <laughs> and uh, I don't think anyone really gives a shit about us, you know. Yeah. Well, here's my like thing: that, you know. is that statistically speaking, if we are the most advanced race on this planet with a, a very, very unlikely chance of existing to begin with. Um, there, There is likely life on other planets elsewhere in the universe. Less of a chance of sentient life elsewhere in the universe. Even smaller chance of sentient life elsewhere in the universe that survived its own death. Yeah, but I mean... You because know, we're probably going to kill each other before we get the chance to explore uh, outside. True, but, the, you know, you know the, the, universe. The, uh, the universe is fucking huge, though, man. You know? There's yeah. always that chance. But then, you, then you're talking about defying the laws of physics at that point. Like... How so? To actually meet uh, an, an alien species that could travel faster than the speed of light. I mean, you never know, dude. Again, you would be defying physics, so... You literally never know. Okay. I think if there was a alien race or species advanced enough to, like, actually come here, they would be looking for intelligent life. So they probably have already pulled up, seen one of these press conferences we're watching daily, <laughs> and just said, nope, and flew right on by. Yeah, dude, it's been a... Yeah. This last couple, this last month or so has not been good <laughs> for our, uh, our, um, our IQ. So... Yeah. I've been See, next question, like yeah. The plague, but they're all over Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Here's a good one. I think we talked about this at one point, but you know, let's go over it again. Because, um, okay, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, I don't um, believe in conspiracy theories. Let me think. So my favorite. Well, we'll just play along, dude. So my favorite conspiracy theory would probably be. So it's not one that I believe in. It's more just like. Is definitely going to be the. Um, um, 
Paul McCartney died in like okay. the early '60s, before they got huge, and then they like they um, they moved him with uh, they put him into a, you know they they made a, had a body double for him basically. They weakened the Bernie's him. Kind of, kind of. It's more just like there was a whole documentary on a. It was a, it was a mockumentary. It wasn't a documentary. Oh, okay. It was a mockumentary on um, on Netflix, and I watched it like in twenty thirteen, I think twenty fourteen. Okay, and it was just like them being like, oh, like he does, you know, like it's basically this guy who said that he was um, what the, the other Beatle bro, the one that's still alive. Ringo <laughs> I don't is know. it Ringo? I think it was Ringo. Yeah. Anyway, like whatever. Like I don't really believe the Beatles, but um, he was basically Actually. talking about how. He um, knew all the stuff about, you know, like Paul McCartney dying in the early 60s and they changed his body out and all this proof within like all the records they made and shit like that. Okay. And I don't believe it at all, but it is my favorite just because how absurd it is. Like the okay. whole idea of like body doubles and stuff like that. I, I thought about my favorite now. Uh, and it's one that I believe. Carol Baskin killed her husband. <laughs> I only guess a conspiracy. To be a conspiracy, it's got to be slightly non-believable. <laughs> okay, fine. If that one doesn't count, but I don't believe in any, but the funniest one to me is the one that's the second most memeable conspiracy, which is Bush did 9-11. I thought you were going to say Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. I thought you were going to say I was waiting for us. <laughs> Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. Uh, but the thing is, is that the meme started as his dad being the Zodiac killer, not Ted. Oh, yeah. I know, they just morphed into that one. Yeah. Like it just got. <laughs> um, I think mine is Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald was the government plant to assassinate okay. JFK, and then Jack okay. Ruby was another government plant to take out Oswald. So we okay, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, someone in the comments, uh, which I think is hilarious, like so responded to this and said, "The secret Nazi moon base." Which is fucking awesome. So, like, okay. And then I asked what it was, and he sent me a link to it. So I'm gonna read through that later because I'm bored. What else? Oh, there, do? the other the other relevant one right now is that uh, 5G caused coronavirus. Oh yeah. Oh, oh and the fuck the fact that birds are just drones. Oh yeah, one. the birds work for the bourgeoisie. That's a good one. I like that one a lot too, actually. Yeah. Goddamn. Okay. Uh, let's All see. the birds died in 1986 due to Reagan killing them and replacing exactly. them with spies. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Jay Howell, Johnny Howell 20 asks, why didn't Tyson Chandler sign a new contract? Because Mark didn't want to give him one. So yeah. Yeah. That's it for that. That's very sad. I don't want. I didn't want to think about that. He made me so. Um, he did. Okay. It was just four years too late. Yeah. For real. All right, um, let's see. Um, Super Duper 25 asked for a good friend, Erica. Asked, mm -hmm. And this is, I think it's more about me because I, I, I made a tweet. <laughs> um, she asked, what are your battle plans against God? So, Erica, I've played a lot of God of War. <laughs> so I would simply get a dagger <laughs> made from some mystical rock and just go at him, you know, like people on Twitter are saying they'll fight him with me. So <laughs> okay. the more the merrier works for that. Okay. Tim? How would you fight God, Tim? I fight God. Uh, jeez, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Let's see here. 
with the coronavirus, which is a government weapon against all of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I guess okay. me? So yeah, you, yeah. I exist, so I guess I already won. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Shit, <laughs> to model that. Damn. All right, anyway. So we're very accepting of everybody here. Um, if the except for, except if you're a hater or a racist, uh, <laughs> if the NBA had a Royal Rumble, who would Boban? Uh, dude, I think Boban might be a little too slow for this. I also, haven't we had this question already? We have. I'm, I'm just I throw up random answers every single time. And also because I hear about this every single podcast. So. Yeah, fair enough. Um, um, I would I would pick uh, Stephen Adams is my guy. Stephen Adams is oh, not a, it's not a Maverick. No, it's like any any. Oh, any NBA, NBA player. player. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, then Giannis. Oh, that's a good answer. Fuck yeah. Now that he's all jacked. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jack Giannis, yeah, dude. That's a. G- so we got Stephen Adams, Giannis, and who do you have, Tim? JJ Barea. JJ Barea. I can I just see. I'm trying to think. He's gonna just Rey Mysterio would... the shit out of everybody. <laughs> I don't think he would win by any means, but Westbrook would be like, I don't want to fight that guy. I feel okay. like that would not be fun. Okay, that's a good, that's yeah. a good answer. Let's see. Might have, um, might have some anger issues. Oh, he definitely has anger issues. We have two more. Should we go and just do James? No, I will save him for last. Oh, wow. We're we saving James for last. Okay. He asked a good question this time, so I'm going to save this. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. I normally try to get through him quick with James, but... <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, Quarantine Rave asks, which is awesome, man. <laughs> um, Mark Cuban for president. Thoughts? You go first, Alex. Oh, God. Like, this is worse than James' question, so it's just not even worth my time. <laughs> what do you What do you think, uh, Tim? You're going to chocolate have... trap house on this bitch. <laughs> a, re- a reality star is president? Just, that's, that's not feasible, man. How'd that ever happen? <laughs> no, I think I think he'd be better. I mean, I kind of commented yesterday. What would screw him is the fact that he had that little sordid past sexual scandal, whatever you want to call it, with Pants DJ, and then with the allegations against him in the during the Portland series, whatever at that yeah. bar. He kind of showed contrition, at least for face value. At least wanted to make it seem like he was sorry by hiring Scent and all that, and mm-hmm. kind of taking yeah. the steps to at least make it appear that he Do was contrite yeah. about things. Yeah. That doesn't work because apparently you just need to embrace it and grab it by the oh man, where am I? Yeah. Oh Lord, okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um so for me about this, uh uh let's see. Um well everybody on Twitter knows that I'm a socialist. I'm very far left leaning and uh Mark has gone on record saying that he's more of a centrist. Yeah, he's basically and, uh, a Republican. Like, let's be honest. He's a centrist. He says he's a centrist. He, he's a neoliberal Republican. Dude, I'm talking. He's a centrist. So I'm going by <laughs> what he says. So he's a centrist. And because of that, I just, you know, you can't get stuff done if you're in the center. So um, because at that point, you are right. You, you know, it probably is more towards the right than anything. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think what he's doing at this moment right now when it comes to helping, you know, Dallas area, um, you know, making sure that, you know, his uh, 
his employees are paid at the AAC and stuff like that. That's great. Um, you know, again, like it's very dangerous to have people who have no political uh, work. You know, as we've seen, you know, uh, people who have no political um, history to like start doing stuff like this. Um, maybe in the future you could maybe run something something else, maybe something a little lower on the on the scale. Um, and besides, really, at this point, I think we've all kind of known that, uh, you know, it's more the House and the Senate that gets stuff done. You know, so um, I guess if you were president, it wouldn't be too bad. It'd be marginally. Uh, so, yeah, it just I just I, mean, I, I wouldn't. Know. He's good. He's, he's a great owner. But, you know, I'd rather just like not, you know, open that can of worms. So. Yeah. On its face, he at least seems to be a good dude and a competent businessman. So that's. Politics aside, already a massive upgrade over what we got. So yeah. So okay, and now James, 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 James actually asked a good question. Okay. okay. Five celebrities to have a night on the table. Dirk and no current Mavs can be picked. Wait, so you cannot pick Dirk? You can't pick Dirk or any Mav. Current Mav. Current Mav. Okay. Yeah. So anyone on this roster right now? Okay. Um. So now in the town, uh, I guess for me that it's more like afternoon on the town, where I would go probably like around two or three to some place. If I'm yeah, drinking, I drink. You're a day drinker. I do. I would prefer to do that all day. Um, so for me, I would probably pick. <laughs> I'd probably pick Bryce Patrick. Okay. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> of the Dallas Morning News. Yeah, Dallas Morning News. Bryce Patrick. Um, I would. Probably pick. Fuck, I had this name. I had this list in my head earlier. Um, uh, Guillermo del Toro, the the the, the director. Okay. Um, just because he seems like a cool ass dude. Um, I would probably pick. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Oscar Isaac. Okay. He'd probably be fun to hang out with. He'd probably seem really chill. Um, I'd probably pick Derek Holland. Derek Holland would be fun. Fucking fun as shit. Thing. Okay. Actually, um, just I think we would get like day drunk and just like watch a Dumb and Dumber together. Yeah, one <laughs> um, more. I met him at the old number seven at a Stars game. He's oh, like, did he? That's cold shit. Yeah. Um, and I, so uh, besides that, uh, I would probably my last person. Oh, it's so hard. Um, I don't know, dude. Uh, can't be a Mav. So I'd knock that law on my people. It can be a former Mav. Could be a former Mav. Um, I think Ryan Brokoff would be chill to hang out with only because I have like 32 beers. Okay. And then just like chill out. And that's kind of like what my motif is nowadays. So. Okay. Those are my five. All right. So this is a night on the town. So I'm ready to get fucked up. So I'm trying to think of people that like I could just like totally get smashed with. So I'm picking. Because I have to pick at least one former Mav, Jason Terry. That's a good one. That's like, a really good one. To get just totally sloshed with, yeah. Um, let's see here. I would pick... I feel like, honestly, Joey Gallo would be a shit ton of fun to like get hammered with. That would be good one. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think of like actual celebrities and not just like sports players in DFW. <laughs> um, who else? 
let's pick uh, Joe Exotic. I want to go. I want to go get <laughs> drunk with Joe Exotic. <laughs> That's three. Um, I mean, come on. Let's be honest. A night on the town with Joe Exotic would be fucking wild. God damn. Um, You'd be married by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I think yeah. You'd be his fifth husband, bro. <laughs> I'd be his fifth husband. No, I'd have to be straight for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go with um, Chef David Chang. Okay. Because um, I feel like he would be really fun to get super drunk with. Actually, let's replace Joe Exotic with David Chang. Okay. Um, then let's go with uh Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's a fucking good one. So that's four. Number five, let's go. Uh another Dallas sports player, Des Bryant. Oh, that's a damn that's a good list. Alright, Sam, you go. So you said it has to be one former map? No, it no, I, it okay. doesn't have to be. So just okay, so five celebrities in general. Yeah. Can't be Dirk or any Kurt Maverick. All right. Dave Chappelle's my number one for okay. sure. Okay. It's a good one. Um, I think Missy Elliott would be up there for me. Okay. Uh, just to be my date, I'll say Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> okay. You guys are roughly the same so, age. It works. So that's, yeah, her album was 1989. I was born in 1988. This is fake. <laughs> oh god you have no idea you see my house um no one that seems... <laughs> um so that's three. Oh, we'll round it out uh with these zamira oh damn oh damn yeah. damn that's a good oh uh, fuck fuck that's a good one because <laughs> if it's Chappelle, Jesus, and Miro, like it doesn't matter who else is hold on hold on though hold on well i mean so because Deez and Mero had that joke about Taylor Swift like oh, yeah. months back. Do you remember that? Dude? It'd be the long back. It's going to be so awkward. And I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. God. Dude. Actually, can, I, can... Almost, I almost wanted to say Taylor and Kanye and just leave the other three <laughs> just for the awkwardness. That would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, another good person would have been uh, AOC. Oh, that would have been good. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Could do some bartending stuff, man. That'd be cool. Damn. Seth Rogen would probably be up there on my list. Ooh, damn. Seth Rogen would be a good guy to get. Not on the town as long as yeah, you're in a place where it's legal to get high. Like, just getting fucking... Yeah, oh yeah, Seth, yeah, that'd be it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I would want to switch out anybody. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to switch out Des Bryant with AOC. That's a good one. Damn, I think. Um... Did you see on her, uh, I think it was Instagram Live, but she was just like ranting about how uncapable some politicians are while she was making a Cadillac margarita. That's uh, awesome. That's pretty cool. It was like on oh, point. Awesome, yeah. Super on brand for her. <laughs> um, I don't know who I'd want to touch out with. I think I like my list pretty It's like really chill ass dudes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mine's like we're getting fucked up and like just talking the whole night. Yeah. Damn. And Tim's is just drama. Yeah, Tim's a good one. I like Tim's yeah. a lot. I'd like, to be in that, I'd like to be in that Zoom meeting. Oh, my God. For that. <laughs> so, last thing, kind of going off of the Night on the Town thing. 
how fucked up are we all gonna get when this is all over? Oh, dude, I I need Tim to fly down here, bro. <laughs> like I've already oh, man, that... I've already talked with some friends, and it's gonna be like just two straight weeks of drunkenness. Yeah, that it's gonna first, be those first few nights out, like that first weekend out. I want to work like open to close the whole thing because that's just gonna be so much money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, holy shit, yeah, dude. Um, I am. I'm already talking to Grant about being our personal Uber. Oh, dude. For yeah. that day, because he was like, "Hey, I'll drive," and I was like, "Okay, cool, D- done. There we got it." Yeah. <laughs> go. oh. So, speaking of speaking of that, if we're doing this five thing, if you do want someone to be the DD, David Letterman would be a great one because he's sober. Oh. oh yes. For a bunch of years now, bro. I saw watched, that. If you watched the full episode with the interview, the extended yeah interview with, with the, the with the Romero dude, it's so yeah, good. it is so fucking good. I love David Letterman. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, well, I the think thing is, gonna... we, we all need to stay inside and just uh, do what we're told. So uh, wash your fucking hands. Yeah, so we can go back and get drunk together. So yeah. that should be a good incentive, actually. Yeah, it's like, hey, you want to go out and party? If stay at home. So <laughs> yeah, uh, please. You want to go out and party? Stay at home for a while. Please, for at least two more months. <laughs> yeah, at least till June. Like honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. RIP yeah. basketball. We're going to keep at yeah. this. We'll start streaming again soon. It's been a couple weeks since we streamed. Yeah, uh, we've been, yeah, we've been, you know, the season's almost already almost over. So. Yeah, we'll just stream other shit because, yeah. damn, we got to do something. Yeah, do something. We'll, I'll put, I have some, some content ideas for articles and shit like that. Cool. All right, well, until next week, guys, we'll see you later. Bye, guys. Take it easy.